Reading in the crosstabs, the most important part, as Phil reminds us, just all of those from women to Hispanic voters, black voters, 22 percent of black voters behind Trump. That is not seen in the modern era for a Republican frontrunner. Right. I mean, wow, it's startling. <laughs> I, I, I looked at the, the Democratic response, uh, Kevin Munoz, the, the spokesman for Biden, and this idea that, you know, we have a year, we can turn things around. I think you have to look at this being a challenge from the very beginning, right? Black voters from the very beginning were saying that we will help you get Joe Biden into office. Um, but, you know, this is not necessarily our preference. Uh, this was uh, about democracy and saving democracy. And so here we are a year later. Uh, he has not been able to change their impression. Black home ownership is down. Uh, going to the store, you know, even if uh, jobs uh, have improved in terms of numbers, the, the prices that people are paying just it doesn't resonate with them. So Bidenomics, all of the things that Biden has done to try to connect, it's not connecting with this group. And black unemployment was quite low during the Trump administration. And lower, but lower now. Lower it's, it's the, yeah, but it's it's. The, but he said it all the time. Trump right. said it all. The he time. had a, a a gift for messaging. There's no question about that. A cardiac case in need of a defibrillator. A slow march into the sea to drown. That sounds very bad. Yeah, Katie, choose your metaphor, and there are others out there equally dire. Uh, from the Democratic strategist we spoke to. The cause of this freakout is this New York Times polling over the weekend that showed Biden down in all five of the swing states they polled, and not by one or two points, but by as much as 10 in Nevada. And it's not just that poll. That's broadly consistent with lots of polling that we've seen. And if you dive down into these polls, you see Biden weak on the economy, losing support with black voters, with Hispanic voters, with young voters. These are you know, key coalitions, key parts of the Democratic coalition. Uh, and you see that there's the Democratic base is a problem. Enthusiasm is a problem. Concerns about Biden's age remain a problem. So these have all been issues that have been going on for a long time with Biden. But I think it's kind of reaching a point now uh, where it's harder for Democrats to explain it away. It's harder for the Biden camp to say, oh, this is an outlier. And they're starting to vocalize their concerns a little bit more. So the problem uh, is that they're, they're, the Democratic Party is basically stuck with Biden. The, the filing deadline in New Hampshire and Nevada have already passed. The one in South Carolina passes on Friday. So the, the primary window is dramatically closing. And if Biden wants to be the nominee, he's the president. He will very likely be the party's nominee. The question I ask myself about what will happen in 2024 is who's the voter out there who did not vote for Donald Trump in 2020, but said, hey, I want to vote for him again in 2024. What changed in that time? What would convince them? Is that about voters deciding to, to vote for Trump when they didn't vote for him in 2020? Or is it more about voters just not showing up for Joe Biden and maybe not voting at all? Yeah, I mean, it's it's both. Uh, the, the immediate concern is voters not showing up, not voting, you know, especially in presidential elections. It's really who can get everybody on the field, everybody out to the polls. It's all about turnout. But if you can flip a vote, that's worth two votes. You know, you're taking one vote from your opponent and you're giving to yourself. So uh, any dissatisfaction, anybody believing that Trump would have done better, that is also a problem for Joe Biden. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. 
I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Tuesday, 7 November, the year of our Lord, 2023. This is the late afternoon, early evening edition of the War Room. We are live from the Ahern Hotel in uh, Las Vegas. Yes, Nevada, the same state that has uh, Biden down by 10. You saw there in our cold open a complete and total meltdown of uh, every, you know, MSNBC, CNN, every operative. We said this is happening now for over a year. And, of course, they've been in denial, denial, denial. And then they've seen the math, this tectonic plate shift, uh, MAGA ascendant and President Trump on, on a roll. The other thing to remember right there is very important. Oh, not showing up for Biden. Note to MSNBC and CNN. Joe Biden did not get 81 million votes. It's a lie. We know it's a lie. And you can't hide it anymore. The numbers are right there. The math. Trump got 74 million. If he gets 74 million again, which is going to get much better. He'll beat, he'll win 42 to 45 states. So suck on that. It's absolutely obscene, these lies you tell about the 2020 election. I want to bring in now Congressman Andy Biggs. Congressman Biggs, you've seen the polling. Tell me, do do you feel in Arizona, which is one of the key swing states, we had Carrie Lake on this morning for both hours as our co-host. Do you see this tectonic plate shift in, uh, in Arizona, sir? Yeah, I do. And I'll tell you why I do. I'm, as I get around the state, I'm finding people um, who, who are getting more enthused and more willing to come out again. And uh, not only that, the, the, the left that was melting down in your, in your open, they, that's what's melting down in Arizona. The Democrats just don't have anything to appeal to anybody. And so Joe Biden is not doing it. The crazy Katie Hobbs, who's our governor, she's not doing it. She took away the border task force. We're now getting inundated yet again for another month for over two years in a row. All of those things go into it. But then our gas was the highest in the country except for California for month after month after month. The people around our state, they look at it and and they say things like, man, I, I, I take the, the tweets back. I'll take the mean meanness back for better policy. <laughs> they get it. They're starting to understand that that policy drives the, the, the lifestyle you right. can live. And strength and strength and personal character. They'll take the mean yeah. tweets. They'll take a few things he says that may not be, you know, socially acceptable to the country club crowd. I want to go. The, the Senate said today. Uh, that no money for Ukraine until they have policy changes, and I think even more spending, policy changes on the border about asylum, and they're prepared to filibuster. Uh, the House, you guys had this conference meeting today about the latter or CRs. or t- just You're the one we look to about cutting the budget. You're like Cato the Elder in the, uh, in the Punic War. You know, Carthage must be destroyed. You're always sitting there saying, hey, the budget's got to be cut. We've got to get to a balanced budget. Where are we, Congressman Andy Biggs? Well, so if you're going to do something like uh, either the latter approach or CR approach, I told them today, I said, 
then you also have to be prepared to do something. You can't just go on business as usual. You're going to have to get all the bills passed. But not only that, Steve, you're going to have to put a cap on the IRA uh, Green New Deal subsidies and tax credits that they were giving. Remember Amen. this? They said, it cost, they said it would cost $360 billion. And now the news story is it'll be well over $2 billion. Why? Because there's no cap on it. So no, no, every no, 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 hang on, hang on. Not, no, hold it, hold it. Not $2 billion, $2 trillion. Wall Street, yeah. guys, really? it's so $360 billion. Wall Street, Goldman Sachs, and uh, Morgan Stanley are telling people it's they're actually $2 trillion, sir. That's right. It's, that, I'm sorry, I, didn't, I misspoke. So over $2 trillion. So what I told them, I said, if you're going to do this, then you should do a ladder approach and you should bundle it with the IRA caps. Why? Because even if somebody like me would say, we have a chance to save 1.7 to 1.8 trillion dollars by doing a three-week extension of current spending. I, I could eat that. I, I might be able to eat that because the the value would be so great. The other thing about the ladder program is you have to get Washington off this met, uh, this meth methodology of doing a single bill to yeah. monolithically pay yeah. for this monstrosity yeah. that we have. So, uh, but but that's that's really it. I, I struggle with it because I think you have to cut. And then I'll just tell you the the other aspect of the border. If we're going to talk border, I'll, I'll save it. But but uh, the border will not be secured by this administration. We have to come to grips with that. The only way it would happen, and I I actually just told this to a group of my Republican friends. I just said, look. The only way this gets settled is if we had the courage, which we don't have, if we had the courage to actually say, we are going to defund government in, to in toto until Amen. you secure Amen. the border. Amen. We'll keep funding. How many votes? How, how many? Well, how many votes in the House do you have for that right now? It's the only way he's got to do it. You got to defund the whole thing, shut the whole thing down, force Biden and his regime to shut down over the topic of sealing the border. Let's have an up or down vote. The American people will have your back. How many votes in the House do you have for that proposal right now? Well, I haven't whipped it, but my guess is 35. Oh, God. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Let me, can we get you back on in the next couple? Here's what we need. And I understand we're coming to the CR. I need to have a couple of you guys on here to explain the ladder and the ladder approach. Even if it's not, if it's not what is accepted now, it is a different methodology for how to look at funding the government. And I think it's a methodology we have to embrace, but we need to have somebody that can explain it and people's eyes don't cross. It's a, it's a tad complicated. It's not, it, Steve, it's not complicated. I can explain it in two minutes. It's really very okay, easy. Go ahead. So here's the way okay. to think of it. We're supposed to pass 12 bills. We passed eight. The Senate's passed three. So ladder one, you can, you, you give the, the Senate three or four weeks to finish the uh, the conference committee to pass fully those three or four bills. Yep. The only needs about December seventh. Okay. Then all the other eight bills of the twelve that you have to do, you sit you send them out to January tenth, and you finish passing those bills and conferencing those bills by January tenth. It's merely a phased in or two tiered approach to a CR. But if you, I would just say that so it's real easy. Did, did that make it easier to understand? 
Yeah, but hold it. But but your point is, you get single subject appropriations bills. You don't get these yeah. things thrown in minibuses, maxi buses, omnibuses, whatever oh. bus you want to oh. call it, right? That where they can There's, hide what they're what the lobbyists are paying them for. They can hide in a stack of documents like this. Yeah. This way, it's all single subject. You bring them to the floor. You make them debate the amendments. You unmask them because you see who's voting for what lobbyists. Is that is that your point? That's that that's exactly the point. And that's how you change the nature of Washington, because you change the system. You change you see, the Andy system. Biggs explained that to, to us in about 60 seconds, and Gates couldn't quite get a grasp on it. I'm just kidding. Congressman Biggs, <laughs> how do people uh, – we got we got a lot more. got a lot more. That's because Biggs has been at this for a while. Poor Gates is just a kid. Uh, Andy, Congressman Biggs, what, what's your handle? Where do people go and get you? Yeah, go to biggs.house.gov. That's my official site, and there you can get my newsletters – uh, all my podcast, everything, or you go to uh, at Andy Biggs AZ, uh, Rep Andy Biggs AZ, at Rep Andy Biggs AZ. Carthago Delenda Est, is that it? Carthage must be destroyed, and Andy Biggs says the budget must be cut, the spending must be cut. Congressman Biggs, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Steve. We'll see you. Thanks, bro. Uh, before we go to break, Cash Patel joins me now. Cash is going to be here later. I got Caroline Wren. I got George Harris, the CEO of this fantastic hotel, and a real hero who was taken out of here in cuffs because he would not buckle to the administrative state. Uh, everybody up there is just talking authorization, spending. The government's about to shut down again, thank God. They're not talking 702 authorization. Is that getting buried in all this? I think it's getting buried in the media. I think it's front and center down um, on Capitol Hill. Look, 702 are what half these animals in Congress live off of because it's what tied directly to big tech. I mean, the way 702 works. I thought works, 702 was supposed to protect the American people, well, but, look, it, but people then realize it may take our rights away. Here's the problem, right? As a former terrorism prosecutor, I use 702 to actually manhunt terrorists. That's its single sole purpose. But but right? but Garland uses and Ray uses it to manhunt Catholics no, saying rosaries. No, and at, this at, is the problem. Okay. Just last year alone, Christopher Ray, as the director of the FBI, illegally queried 702 databases 250,000 times. Stop. Each one of those isn't. That's not me saying it. That's the DOJ Biden Inspector General saying it. It's in his report. And Congress does nothing. They don't take away any of his authorities. He just says, oh, I'm sorry. We're, we are going to work internally to fix it. Just like he, Christopher Ray, said he was going to work internally to fix it so Russiagate never happens again. This is the okay. problem. We let the government gangsters govern themselves, and then we get to this end road where 702 is on the pipe. Is this a government gangster T-shirt? You know, I is work that for merch? just for you. Is that, is that merch? You know, the best-selling book. Can you give me a flex? T-shirt, you know? You're in fabulous shape. Is all you do here is work out? <laughs> You know, you get- I, I come here and eat at the Ahern, so it's really good <laughs> for my health. Okay, short commercial break. We'll be back with cash in a moment. Remember, birchgold.com slash Bannon. Get the four-part series, The End of the Dollar Empire. You want to find out. You must understand what the prime reserve currency is, what it means to you and your life. Check it out today, birchgold.com slash Bannon. Back with Cash Patel, Caroline Wren, George Harris, and more in the war room. I know this is hard to believe, but we're up against another government shutdown later this month. And our wise leaders deal with it how they always do, with more spending. While lawmakers are high-fiving, your savings account continues to lose value because more spending weakens the dollar. Now, end the cycle. 
Diversify into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. And listen, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Let me repeat that. For every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text Bannon to 989898 to claim eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of pocket. And you still get the free gold bar. Don't let your savings become a victim of the further devaluation of the dollar. Remember, the BRICS countries are focused 100% on de-dollarization. Text Bannon to 989898. Receive a free gold information kit and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualified purchase. Do it today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. We have the third Hamas war, a massive intel failure. We need an investigation of that. We haven't had that. That Nobody's come before the public and and said, what's the problem with American intelligence? Forget the Mossad, Shin Bet, IDF military intelligence. You got the 702, which has a lot of positive attributes. Mm -hmm. But that sunsets on December 31st? Yeah. After five years? It was, what, from the early 2000s of the war? Yeah, it was a continuation of the Patriot Act reauthorization. Okay, so, so... our audience's head is blowing up because well, because when they hear this, they just hear they're going to be, you know, you're, you're going to have FBI agents listening to your yeah. phone calls. But you're saying now in a time of war, we need this. That was its original intent. And the problem, like everything else with government abuse about a good policy or a good operational tool like 702, Steve, is that these guys like Ray and Rosenstein and Barr and all these guys come in and they abuse it for a political agenda. Okay, Ray, they, Rosenstein, Barr, and I'm going to throw in Chris Krebs. All work for, let me hang on for a second, hang on for a second, Donald Trump. At one point they did, No, yeah, but this this is the problem I think MAGA has with backing these things is that even you get these guys in, even under a a guy with the leadership of President Trump and yourself and others, and this stuff still happens. Let's go. The Jordan has this report out today that Raheem and I, you know, eviscerated Mm -hmm. this report on CISA, (laughs) right, on CISA. And he's this thing. I don't know what's coming out now, and it's very it's very uh, historical. It's not talking about what should be done, but all the basic issues they're talking about is the 2020 election. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was Trump not the president of the United States in the summer of 2020? His biggest abuses, and and Wolf ran DHS, and Krebs ran CISA. Who's the one? Jen. What's her name? Jen Easterly. Easterly, the demon that runs it today, wasn't there. You had Krebs. So how can how can people feel comfortable? Cash, I got you. We got to catch the bad guys. Got to catch the yeah. terrorists. No, I'm with you. But even the Republicans, the traditional yeah. Republicans, are as bad as the Democrats. That was part of the problem in the Trump administration. That was the biggest problem. Was I tried to warn the White House that we need to remove Chris Krebs. He's you said not that. Doing you the said job. that. Yeah. Well, hold then, it. Your word in the White House was pretty strong. Why was yeah. that not done? <laughs> it was strong with the president. You know who wasn't strong with? Everybody between me and him. White House counsel. Well, okay, office, hold DOJ, it. You were DHS, blocked. You were, I just want, we're going to make some news here. You try to remove, because Krebs, this report was all on his watch, essentially, I think in 2020. And he told me, he told us later, it's the most secure election in the history Look, of the country. Was, now we yeah. know he's getting the, using the government against Trump. 
Yeah, I was deputy director of national intelligence, and I said, what is CISA doing to protect our elections? This guy, Chris Krebs, was in charge. We found out a lot of irregularities. It wasn't our lane. It was DHS's lane. They weren't doing enough Hold to it. Expose. Grinnell was at DNI, and you were the deputy? Yeah. That's two pretty heavy sticks. You're telling me you and Grinnell couldn't get this done? But remember, you have to kind of stay in your lane. So election security is not a DNI It's Trump's thing. White House. There are no lanes. Well, try barreling through one of them. I could only get so much So hold on. Who defended Krebs? The, the people in the White House and the people at DHS. And who do, why, is, why was Wolf around? I don't know. <laughs> you have to ask the boss. This is not a very strong argument. You're saying this thing should be authorized, 702? Today. I'm saying. Weighing the good and the bad. You're that's, saying that's this thing problem. will be needed by President Trump as a tool when he comes returns to office? Well, here's what we're looking at, right? We're looking at a Biden administration that has allowed dozens and dozens of illegal immigrants and terrorists to enter our border. 702 was a tool we could use to track these people around the world. Now we won't have it next year. And when the, this war carries into next year, which it will, we won't have this tool. I get it. The abuses are bad. And there is no way for this government to stop the abuses. So I don't know the answer. 702 on paper is one of the best tools we have. What FBI Director Chris Ray and Rosenstein and Barr and those guys did to 702 is rob America of its biggest national security tool to manhunt terrorists because they used it for political interest. Give me again, the, the Bray's had 250,000. What is this he's done? Biden's DOJ Inspector General, Christopher Ray's FBI, illegally querying 702, illegally. 702 databases 250,000 times. What does that mean? It means he went in 250,000 separate times against 250,000 separate Americans and said, hey, this database that's super jacked up and classified, I'm going to bust into it, use the system to get data against them, and illegally surveil and investigate people. That is why people don't want 702 reauthorized. And Congress did nothing to Christopher Wray. Seven, to get 702 reauthorized, the Patriot reauthorized, who in the House would take the lead? House Intel. Okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Turn, uh, this, we're going to have Ren on here in a second talking about Sequoia Capital. I got Brian Costello coming back on tomorrow talking about Sequoia Capital. First off, he shut down every investigation that you and Derek Harvey and these others had that are high order of magnitude investigations, correct? He will not go after Sequoia, what's a festering sore of CCP influence peddling, right? And funds the Democratic Party. And, oh, yeah, by the way, Steve Scalise and Kevin McCarthy. And this guy's going to lead. And has he done, has Turner reached out to you about the, info, the Persian infiltration of the Biden regime? Give me the three names again. These are not Grundoons. These are high-level people. Well, no, no one in the House Republican majority has reached out to me on any of these intel matters. I've reached out to them, and it's been crickets. I wrote they don't want to they don't, they don't, yeah, they, they, they don't address it? I don't know. I mean, you'd have to ask them. They don't. They don't want to seem to investigate any of the things. But it's that not. It's priority. not exactly their. They should be interested. But it's not their purview. This is Turner's direct response. When Nunez, you and uh, and Derek Harvey ran House Intel. Yeah. Things happened, right? You guys were on top of things. <laughs> we had. We ran at a different clip, but. It became abundantly clear. When we're McCarthy also, by came- the way, even though we're in unrestricted warfare there, the Chinese Communist Party, now we're in the beginning of a kinetic war. You just yeah. saw the ma- most massive failure since 9-11 of American intelligence. Heck with the Mossad. And the- I'm talking American intelligence should be all over this, right? With the relationships we have the Saudis and the Egyptians. How did we not know about a full-scale military operation from air, sea, and land hitting the Israelis? It's, I don't want to hear it, about the Mossad and IDF. No, no, it's simple. And remember, I broke the op-ed that I wrote on Gateway Pundit about it. We didn't miss 
this war. We weren't looking for this. When Biden came in and reprioritized national intelligence priority framework collection, not for al-Qaeda, ISIS, Hamas, Hezbollah, Iran, but for climate change, that's literally what he signed off no, on. No, he doesn't do that. He it's impossible. It, he, he does say it can't be. It's, it he can't literally be. a number how one priority. How do you priority. take intel? How, how does intel pivot uh, to climate change. Ask Joe Biden and, and, and Austin. Look, I'll, I'll give you an example if you don't believe me. Yep. The first move that Biden's Department of Defense made under Secretary of Defense Austin, the first con-op, and you know what a concept of operation is. Yep. It moves the machinery. The first con-op was on climate change from the DOD. Stop. I'm dead serious. What did they do? They wrote a thousand-page paper on how the Defense Department should attack climate change. And when your DOD is focused on climate change and not war and not terrorists and not hostage rescue operations, you know what happens? Two world wars, Ukraine and this thing in Europe, excuse me, this thing in Israel. And the reason people are like, oh, how did IDF and SDF miss it over there? They were subjected to the same woke policies on national security. When you create your policies from you're the wet the, side of the playpen— You're saying, you're saying the, the Israelis— have copied what we have done, and that's why they missed it also? Yeah. They weren't looking. Look at, well, look at what Netanyahu is going through right now, right? That country went through internal conf- conflict, convicted this guy. He's back to being prime minister again. But well, they had, they had a color revolution. The same, thing, the same thing they did on yeah, Trump. but when you have a national security right. policy that's literally drawn out of the playpen, instead of intelligence-based gathering efforts that are prioritized based on one thing, protecting America and your allies, this is what happens. And then you can't have... Those same people, a la Jake Sullivan, come in and say, oh, we're going to fix it with a ceasefire. You're going to get on your knees and genuflex to the Ayatollah, and he's going to be like, what, we're going to stop our attacks? These guys have been waiting 20 years to do this. They're going to do it for the next 20. And right now, they're all having a dance party with the CCP, with the Russians, with the Ayatollah, Hamas and Hezbollah, and they are not Hold stopping. Er- what about Erdogan? Erdogan's yeah, is bad. He ain't helping. Bad. He's not helping. Not he's, helping. He's just sitting down, throwing down, saying he's going to get in the fight, right? This is the return of the Ottoman. you got the KGB. you got the Ottoman Turks. Yeah. you got the Egyptians. I think you got the Arabs. Uh, you have the Persians. Uh, Israel's surrounded, right? How do you get out of this? Elect Donald Trump. I like that. What is President Trump going to do? What would you recommend to him? You're going to be a CIA. <laughs> uh, you're going to be the CIA. You're going to be the CIA director. Look, it's really. I've got, I've got TV rights to your confirmation <laughs> hearing. Yeah. So, just, so you're going to be CIA, yeah, yep. a CIA director. Seriously, t- what are you going to tell Trump he's got to do on the first day in office? Same five things he told me when I was running his national security platform. Kill al-Qaeda senior leadership, wipe out the emirs of ISIS, secure our southern border, kill the cartels, and bring home American hostages. That's it. That's your national security policy give me those five, over, day, give me those over five and again. over and again. This is, this, is, this is why you want to know why the polling is all shifting to Trump? Yeah. It's because of this. Because he they, did it. They, 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 they want an individual of character, fortitude, grit, determination, focus, and somebody that the world looks at as a badass. We right? killed Baghdadi in his backyard. We killed Soleimani in his backyard. That is the definition of a guy who manhunts terrorists. We brought home 54 By the hostages way, and he, from and two he waved off of Bolton's, you know, let's do the tick for tack, you know. Well, the Bolton wants to go to with, war with Iran. That's right. not, that's right. not We're the not, maneuver. Yes, yes, yes. Give me those five again. Kill al-Qaeda senior leadership, wipe out the emirs of ISIS, bring home American hostages, safeguard our border, and kill the cartels. It's a pretty good election. I mean, he did it. We ran it hard. Yeah. Destroyed ISIS. Uh, talk to me about everything, government gangsters, everything else you're going on. We're, we got a huge announcement on government gangsters. We're not yeah. prepared to make quite yet. We're going to make <laughs> it in a, in a couple of weeks. But walk me through everything else, all your merch, 
your books, your writing, particularly your op-eds. These things have been amazing. Yeah, the op-eds, the mainstream media won't come, cover up with. Are the, the Persians that you've named by name, are they, have they sued you for defamation? No. They have not sued They're you for defamation. Why would they not sue you for defamation? Because it's true. They, you, they don't want discovery? <laughs> yeah. It'll get bad for them. You have called these up. guys basically agents of a foreign power. They have not sued you. They no. have not sent you a letter. Maybe they will, but they, they I'll have go not to court said, on they, it. They have not said, uh, hold your uh, hold your." Record. I hope they do because you know what happens? I get discovery and I get government emails and I get all their history on their phone calls, their personal emails, and how much contact they have had with foreign influencers. So maybe I want that to happen. You think you're bulletproof on this? Yeah, it's the truth. Okay, how do we get to everything? Simple, fightwithcash.com. Government gangsters, bestseller, thanks to the War Room Posse. Literally bestseller in a month. It's awesome. Get your books there. And the Cash Foundation is where we help everybody. I know you hate our merch, but it all goes to... I love your merch. <laughs> it all yeah, goes to friendly, I... uh, friendly Fire. We're funding Go... whistleblowers. We just funded Airless Go... out of Israel. Grace and Mo do a great job in our merch. But <laughs> as you know, Grace and Mo are not exactly the most salesy type. They're a little reserved. Yeah, you're, right. you're, you're, you're merchandising yeah. all Go to basedapparel.com. We we'll do everybody's merch. It's not just ours. Maybe, based we, maybe we cut a deal. It's the most based apparel clothing based. line in the world. Okay, brother. Thank you so, much. so much. Cash Patel live here in Vegas at the Ahern Hotel. Now I know why you live here. Place has got energy. Place. It's got energy, right? Why would you live out east? Maybe we talk to President Trump making this a summer White House. Well, he's got T- Trump built. That's right, right down the street. Okay, short commercial break. Back in the world in a moment. When's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Why? Because most victims of home title theft don't know they're a victim until it's too late. Like this homeowner. Check this out. She was getting ready for a home remodel when everything got shut down. She discovered her property wasn't in her name anymore. She was a victim of a devastating crime called home title theft. A criminal had forged the deed to her home and took over as the new owner. Now she's fighting back to get her home back. This is why I say if you own a home or a property, get home title lock. Your home property and equity are the most valuable assets you have. By the way, there's reported 80 to 90 percent of your net worth of average Americans net worth is in their home. And home title lock helps you protect them. Home title lock puts a 24-7 shield around your home's title. Let me repeat. A 24-hour, 7-day-a-week, 365-day shield around your home's title. The instant they detect activity or tampering, they help shut it down fast. First things first, you need to verify you aren't already a victim of home title theft. Find out for free with a sign-up when you use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Bannon. And when you sign up, your first 30 days of protection are free. Do this today at HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Bannon. Protect yourself. Do it today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, in turbulent times, uh, gold has been a hedge for mankind for 5,000 years of our recorded history. Find out why. Go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. Talk to Philip Patrick and the team and find out. Ask those questions and ask why every central bank in the world is buying gold at record rates in 22 and 23, except for the Federal Reserve, which is working on a central bank digital currency. How does that make you feel? 
Check it out, birchgold.com slash Bannon. Get the end of the dollar empire about the U.S. dollar being the prime reserve currency until it's not. Get it all. You've got to understand it. Caroline Wren joins us now. We're here at the Ahern Hotel. You can go to carrylake.com forward slash Vegas and still get access. It's 5 p.m. local, which is 8 p.m. East Coast time. I think Grace and Mo, we're going to try to stream this if we can. You guys do this event tonight, and then you're on a plane back to Florida. Yep, we go to Miami for right. not the RNC debate, believe it or not. Uh, but you're not there the for the you're not there for the Keebler Elves. You know, I don't. Th- I, I know I'm not the most welcome guest at RNC events, uh, but certainly I know they love to have Carrie at those. But I have. We actually went to the first two debates and. You couldn't convince me to go to a third. There's no point to them. It is a total waste of time. And so the all the action is going to be at the Trump rally tomorrow. And then Carrie's going to work the spin room. She is going to work the spin room. It's going to be great. And then we're doing some fundraising out there in Florida. Do they even let you over there? They bring out the crucifix to to um, to to drive you away, the vampire that you are. At least that's what Rana says. Well, I she banned me from the first debate. I remember um, that. So, but I still found my way in, which is amazing. Uh, so it's pretty tough to actually ban me from anywhere. But um, the second one, I didn't hear as much if I was a personal ban or what. But I, the third, I you know, I'm sure I'd sneak in, but I I don't really want to be there. Is so. this, is this the last debate? No, of course not. There's money to be like they're gonna. They've already announced the next one. It's in Alabama. This is this scam's going to continue yep. on. Yes, and it costs. I know they keep saying that the networks are who are paying for it, but no, that you have hotel blocks and staff travel and all these things. Opportunity it's a total cost. waste of money. Instead and this of is money pl- that is not going to shore up our elections. It's not going to register voters. It's not going to right. win general. Instead elections. of focusing focusing on taking the polls that came out over the weekend and making Trump win forty or forty five states, pick up seven or eight seats in the Senate, pick up another twenty in the House, and govern for a couple of decades. Right. They'd rather have they'd rather do the donors bidding with these other with more Keebler elves. I don't even know the point of these things. And they're doing it on networks that no Republicans actually watch. They're doing it with hosts that are in, in no world conservatives. And they have a bunch of people on stage that are irrelevant. So I don't I have no idea what the purpose of these things are other than I guess some folks are well, making talk, money. Talk, talk about purpose. I want to get to Sequoia Capital quickly. McCarthy Johnson speakership. Uh, why there are no investigations, why McCarthy was so tied to uh, big tech, and the, still you see the specter of McCarthy's guys all over Capitol Hill. Well, you do, but I, I mean, we're 10 days out from the McCarthy speakership. I think things are going very well. I know that we're trying to hold Johnson's feet to the fire a little bit, but I do think this is a very freeing time in the conservative party. We had a huge win there, but I just loved all this, you know, smacked out from the press and from Republican establishment saying, oh my gosh, but Johnson can't raise money. So what are you going to do? And I kept telling people, guys, McCarthy had $200 million in IOUs. That was that money that he raised. It was IOUs to different companies. And we saw that better else with Sequoia Capital. Sequoia Capital had given well over a million. And I would argue, Neil Shen, is who's the you know the, the CEO of Sequoia Capital? He is Pure who, CCP. He is who allowed and orchestrated the infiltration of the CP, CCP into Silicon Valley. He's also best friends with Steve Schwarzman, which is an interesting dynamic to all of this. And a lot all these lobbying, all this money is tied. And you know who is not tied to it is Mike Johnson because I've never heard of him, and they're all in a fluster trying to figure out how to get in touch with him or his team. And meanwhile, he is shedding staff. He's adding rock stars like Ross Shaw. I loved that. That was yeah, a great addition big, there, too. Um, so, you know, I'm very excited. I think this is a great time. What does this audience have to do to have his back? What do you recommend the Warren Posse do? Well, I think that's twofold. I think you have to hold his feet to the fire, which I think on a lot of this, too. We have to be, yeah. you know— uh, 
speaking out when we're frustrated about different things, but also recognizing that he is coming into a new role and that we need to really support and back him in what he is doing. And already like, separating out the Ukraine funding, even doing the, the offset yeah. of the Israel funding Smart. with, it was, it was brilliant. Smart. It was a brilliant move. And these are all things that McCarthy absolutely could have done. He actually promised us he would do and he did not do. So right now I am giving an A-plus rating to the Johnson uh, term. Wow. And if we see him step out of line, we'll certainly be there to call him out on it. But right now, I think he's doing a really stellar job. No firestorm coming up on all this funding, but we'll get into all that tomorrow. Now, I'm going to bring on George Harris. He's, he has a big role tonight. He's going to interview Kerry. Yeah. Why is he such a big deal? So a fun story. In 2020, I was the national... Um, uh, finance director for the Trump victory, and we could not figure out anywhere to do a fundraiser in Nevada. And that's because the whole state was closed due to COVID. And Sis Governor Sislak, who was just awful, was being just crazy about it. And I heard about this hotel that we're in right now hosting an Evangelicals for Trump event. And in fact, they sent a bunch of cops and different things to try and shut it down. And the owner of this hotel, Don Ayert, held strong and said, no, 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 you're not coming onto my property and we're not shutting down. And so I said, someone figure out a way to get me in touch with this man, because we need to do some sort of fundraiser out here and the fundraiser then actually turned into a massive rally with Dana White all these and he hosted it at his manufacturing plant I think we had 5,000 plus people but the real killer behind all of that was George Harris who has uh, been the CEO of the company and these are people who are just so incredible they were never really that political prior to Trump um, Mr. Ahern is the most generous wonderful man I've ever met he made his money off of manufacturing and a lot of all the money the rest of it in Vegas is tied to the gaming community and so that's how they are able to control you they threaten your gambling license well he said I don't care. Sue me. And in fact, Sislak did. And he countersued him. And so that's why I love being, I've spent a lot of time in this hotel. This is where we were bunkered down in uh, 2020. And then they were heavily involved when we came back and were fighting uh, in the post-election fraud. And so George Harris has just been a rock star who stepped up and during this time. And so has uh, Don Ahern. So I'm excited for him to come on your show. I think your audience is going to love him. Okay, let's get him over here. Okay. Uh, George? He just took off. Where'd he go? <laughs> he just, <laughs> well, he missed his big intro. George, that makes George, sense. George, 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 you missed your mark here. You only get one shot in the... Hey, George, come on over. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Thank you. I just interviewed you. Oh, well, thank you. A great intro. Thanks. Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> I think George is back in the kitchen saying, can we be a little quiet? Can we be a little That's louder? Exactly a, little, little, a little louder. Can we be a little louder? <laughs> hey, you're in the war room. You be as loud as you want. Uh, tell us about why did you guys stand in the breach during the pandemic and, and did something that other people in, in Nevada, and particularly Las Vegas, were not prepared to do? Well, remember, we had just bought this hotel. We'd sunk a couple of million bucks into it. And they had rules and regulations. They sent us these rules and regulations. And we followed their rules and regulations. We were allowed to have 425 people in the building, and uh, the governor didn't like that. Uh, Sislak just, you know, they want their narrative if that, pushed. If that was a rule, then what didn't he like about it? Because he couldn't control us, and you can't control Don Ahern. I've been trying for 40 years. <laughs> okay. Unsuccessfully. Unsuccessfully. <laughs> and, and Don, if he was here, he would say, well, you certainly can't control George. And so we had the mayor of Las Vegas, what Carolyn didn't know, two days prior to that, we had the mayor of Las Vegas, Carolyn Good Goodman here, with 355 people. No one cared. Okay? No one cared. And because then, she was the mayor. No, it's not because of that. Nobody cared. And then nobody would have cared if we had 600 or 800 or 900 people here for this evangelical for Trump event. But then it was called Evangelicals for Trump. If it would have they just cared. been evangelicals, no right. one would have cared. But right. the minute Trump's name came right. on it, the governor went berserk. And he 
came and shut us down. And we had the city brought all their licensing department people. They told me they were going to take our liquor license. I said, you guys can do whatever you want. But right now... They actually do that kind of strong arm. That's yeah. not in the movie Casino. That's oh, no. Real, they, that's, they, real, that's real life. So right next to me was our attorney. And I said, you can do what you want. I said, but this is my attorney. And we're recording everything you're doing. You're not, you're not taking my liquor license away because we haven't done anything wrong. Here's the rules you established. We followed these rules. So then they brought like 19 cops and they brought one of the captains down and they're saying, you're going to be arrested, this and that. And, well, I knew the captain. He goes, I'm not putting you in handcuffs, George. I said, oh, please put me in handcuffs. They were going to handcuff you? Oh, yeah. I, and I said, please handcuff me. And he you said, know good optic. And, and he goes, no, it's not happening. And so, so all that took place. And, uh, and then um, like five days later, OSHA came to the hotel. That's a random event. Random event. And they're talking to me, and they're literally this close next to you. And they, they show me these pictures, and they say, we're here because none of these people were social distancing, none of this. And I said, oh, okay. And I said, you guys, you know, I don't have the authority to do this. I have to call the owner. Let me call Don, right? So I step back, and I'm pretending like I'm calling Don. I'm taking pictures of these guys because they're right next to each other. And so we got sued. We countersued. Months and months and months. To this day, the, the case is, I believe, still active, but no judge will hear it. We're never going to get our no day in court. What do you mean? A judge will not take up your suit? We've, not, we've tried to get our day in court. They won't give us yeah. our day in court. And then um, um, the, the, the other great thing about this is that I took these pictures and sent them to the press and say, you know, they're saying we didn't social distance, we didn't do this. But that's not the great one. The great one is we, they, the president flew in here. To, do, to try to do an event at the airport. And the lady who runs the airport is married to the largest Democrat lobbyist in the state who is best friends with Sislak. So they told the president of the United States that he couldn't do anything at the airport. They said he could not hold a rally Could at the not hold a rally. Outside. Couldn't do anything. That's not election interference. Uh, I, so Carolyn called me and said, hey, we, I said, well, let me talk to Don. Don said, yeah, we'll do it at the factory. So we do it at the fact. Carolyn's wrong. There was there was fifteen thousand seven hundred people that showed up because 15, because we gave out nine pallets of water because it's and it, by the way, yeah. Steve, this is one hundred and fifteen degree weather yeah. that we couldn't fit them inside. We could only put five thousand people inside. All these other people were outside watching on a big screen. Don was furious with me because he's going, you know, all these left wing crazy people. They're gonna they're gonna put stuff in our gas tanks because we had a rental company then. And he goes, and he was like. If this happens, I'm gonna. Well, four days later, Don, Don's not a you know unsafe driver. He's just a fast driver. He gets pulled over by the cop, and the cop goes, "You're Don Ahern." And he goes, "Yes, I am." He goes, "I love you. I love what you did." He goes, "You have a good day." <laughs> Ever since then, Don's not upset at me about what happened. Did Trump win Nevada in 2020? Uh, I I mean Trump won, but Trump won yeah, in Nevada, sure, sure. no doubt. Yeah, well, the, the same apparatus, the same apparatus around the country that stole it, stole it here too. Well, no, I, I would say the culinary union, in my opinion, and you have to say that because if not, they can sue you. It's just my opinion. But if someone sues me, I look forward to discovery. <laughs> but, but yes, so Trump won Nevada in 2020. No doubt in your mind. There's no doubt in my mind. I mean, look, the, the numbers are clear. The Republicans. Uh, uh, if you look at the balloting after the fact, if you go look at all the evidence after wow. of which ballots were cast, we, we cast like 
38,000 more ballots than yep. the Democrats. Um, and, you know, you can people can call me conspiracy theorists, which they do. I'm not. It's just fact. I get the receipts. Uh, how do people got about a minute? How do people find out more about this? So, to, by the way, the place is fantastic. You've been so gracious for us to well, film I got, here. I got one thing real quick. Can you okay. hand me my phone, please? I apologize. That's okay. Do you can do anything thing. you want in 90 seconds. Thank you. Well, the- <laughs> You took five minutes to come in from the kitchen, I, I, but it's a lot quieter. <laughs> I appreciate it. Quiet. It's a lot quieter. It's a lot quieter. So for your, for your listeners, okay. uh, we, if they want to book a room here in Las Vegas oh, at the wow. Ahern Luxury Boutique Hotel, please text Bannon at 26786, and I will give you as much as 50% off your stay with wow. room rates starting at $99. It's a non-smoking facility. There's no resorts free fee, and it's free parking. And give, we, give, give me that one more time, because yep. I may stay here. I'm telling my crew. We may, this may be okay. the, 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 the winter so hangout. If for you text Warroom. Bannon at 26786, we will give you as much as 50% off our rates. And uh, our rates are as low as $99. It's an all-sweet hotel, as you know. Yeah. And... No, no resort fees, no parking fees. Wow. We'll get that up on the site, too. Thank you so much. No, That's thank you for fantastic. having me. It's such you, a pleasure. Wait, Charlie, the War Room Posse, your new hangout in Vegas, only means trouble, right? <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, buddy. And thank you, and thank you for laying out the facts of how Trump won in Nevada in 2020. We know this because he's 10 points up on the New York Times poll today, folks. And I was just told by a very reliable source friend of mine in Washington, D.C., that there is a poll that's got him up 23 points. 23 points. Back in a moment in the war room. Thanks. Question, who protects the troops who protect us? Well, we will. Imagine you're serving halfway around the world and you learn the title to your home, that legal document that proves it's actually yours has been forged and it's not in your name anymore. But we can't let that happen and we won't let it happen. Home title theft is a clear and present danger for all homeowners, and that's why I trust Home Title Lock. And now Home Title Lock is protecting those who protect us and giving back. For every subscription you purchase from Home Title Lock, they'll donate one year of free service to a military family in your name. Our troops deserve the peace of mind in knowing that while they protect us, Home Title Lock protects their most valuable asset. We all need to protect the title to our homes. I'll share updates, but for now, please join me. Protect your home's title at HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon and use promo code Bannon. And when you do, they'll protect the home of a service member in your name. That's HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. Do this for the troops. Do it today. Use your agency. And it's hard to deny that when you look at the numbers, Tim, and you look at that stage, eight people last week that, yes, they had it out. Yes, some people had good nights and we do our usual analysis of it. But it's an odd conversation to be having when there's somebody not on the stage 30 points ahead of anyone who is. Yeah, for sure, William. And that article that you referenced is about I went to the Louisiana Republican Party convention over the weekend and wrote about it. And, and actually, the first speaker came to the stage and said that she had just come from the debate and uh, she knew who she thought won the debate, wanted to hear who the, what the crowd thought. And people started yelling Trump. 
And, and I, I was like listening to try to hear any other names. I couldn't hear any other names. Everyone yelled Trump and then the speaker responded, yeah, I thought so too. So, I, you know, that tells you the state of affairs uh, among Republican Party regulars in red states. Uh, you know, Trump is uh, the dominant force. Uh, there was not a sign there in Lafayette, Louisiana, that there were other candidates people were interested in. And this, this poll shows that. I Sure, he dropped six points, but he's still at 50. He's still at 50 points. Uh, you know, a pure majority within the field uh, with uh, with Ron DeSantis next at 12. Um, the only person that seemed to, to me to do real good for themselves in that debate stage was Nikki Haley, and you saw her pop up five points, and I, and I think that she's slowly working to consolidate that mainstream, old-school Republican lane, if you will. Uh, the problem is, even if you add up Nikki and Pence and Christie and, you know, all of those candidates together, you really only get to about 20 percent, and, and, you know, maybe she can consolidate that, but then where do you go from there? I don't know exactly how this gets any better moving forward. It's not like Donald Trump's not been crazy enough to be punished by voters to be unfit to be president of the United States. Well, kind of like happy Monday. Thanks, Joe. This is a very, uh, very happy kind Monday. of cheerful way to wake up here on uh, on, a, on a Monday morning after uh, after uh, next weekend. Um, I. I know. Well, that, I think that's the point. I, I think the I'll tell you what the Biden White House uh, is not worried about. And what Democrats out there shouldn't be worried about is one set of polls. You just made this point. It's not the fact that these polls uh, say what they say. It's, it's one set of polls. Don't worry about it. It's, it's also not that Trump is, quote, ahead in five of those six battleground states. It, they are they are all those polls are are very close to or within the margin of error. They are essentially statistical ties. Those are not things to worry about. Things the Biden White House worries about and that that Democrats who support Joe Biden should worry about is that these polls are part of a pattern. They have shown they've been across a lot of polls, across a lot of weeks now, across a lot of months. To your point about perception being reality, it's not just the perception's reality. It's the perception that's that's sunken in in some quite deep way about things like Joe Biden's age, about things like the relative strengths and weaknesses of Donald Trump and, and, and Joe Biden on certain sets of issues and on certain sets of character, character traits. That's a thing that worries the White House. And I'll tell you, the other thing that really worries the White House and should worry the White House and should worry Democrats is this erosion of support with core Democratic constituencies. Again, not just in this poll, but in poll after poll after poll. So you've got this in this poll right now, Joe Biden among voters under 30. Joe Biden is up by one point. Just think about that for a second. A Democrat running against Donald Trump. He's up by one. Uh, Donald Trump right now in these polls across the six states has 22 percent support among African-Americans. Historically low support levels for Joe Biden among African-Americans, Hispanics uh, and and young voters. If If Joe Biden doesn't fix those problems with his core constituencies, he will lose to Donald Trump. And, and that is the thing that the White House has been seeing uh, erode over the course of the last six months to a very worrying degree. And this poll puts a very stark uh, spotlight on those particular problems, those attribute problems and the parts of that. Uh, talk about the erosion of core constituencies in the Democratic coalition. Those are the things to worry about. The White House is worried about them, And Democrats should not be panicking, but they should take those things really seriously. But here's the key, Brendan. <laughs> and we talked about this last time. 
They have successfully, in their own conference, imposed minority will on the conference. They have a vanguardist vision of how to do this. They tried to impose a minority president on the United States. They then had a rump faction of eight votes that broke the conference, and when Steve Scalise won the internal vote, they said, no, we don't accept it. They have gotten their way as a minoritarian vanguardist movement at many steps. They think they could do it for the whole government. Absolutely. But they, they can't on the on the policy matter. And the, reality, the thing is, all of the things that you talked about in your in your monologue about who he is, Republicans don't bat an eye about that stuff. All oh, the things no, you listed are pretty like mainstream for the conference yeah, sure. right now. The reality is you just can't make those things policy. Now, they can stop things. And I think we need to be very concerned about the ability of the House to process funding for Ukraine. They, they can not do things, yeah. but actually proactively bringing bills to the floor on, on abortion. They already did that. It was the first thing the House did. This yep. Congress was a series of bills on abortion. So, like, that's not changing, but it's not going anywhere. Now, what what what, what happened potentially if Mike Johnson is speaker of the House when we need to certify the next presidential election? Keep a close eye on that. Yes. In, in terms of, like, <laughs> imposing their will on Medicare and Social Security, I, I don't think you need to be, lose much sleep about it, Chris. Okay, this Sunday we'll be on the circus. The team is here, been filming us all throughout the day. Want to thank them. Done a great professional job. Tim Miller, and of course, John Heilman over at MSNBC, two of the most astute uh, political analysts, I think now coming to their senses on MAGA's ascendancy in the return of Donald J. Trump to the White House. We're going to leave you with one of our favorite theme songs, Billy Joe Shaver, the late Billy Joe Shaver, Get Thee Behind Me, Satan, with John Anderson. We'll see you. Uh, Natalie picks up now to take you home in the 6 o'clock hour. I'll be back here live from my remote studio tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, when you will be in the war room. We'll see you then. The demons that were in me had turned me wrong side out. I knew inside my soul I was a headed straight for hell. But I couldn't pour my life figure out. Myself. And I said, get deep behind me, Satan, for I commanded in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Get deep behind me, Satan, for I commanded in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The moon and stars were hidden by the shroud. Debt. You go to bed thinking about it. You wake up thinking about it. Now, here's the truth. The system traps you in debt. High interest credit cards and loans make it nearly impossible to pay off your debt. And insane inflation keeps you stuck paycheck to paycheck. Done with debt is your lifeline. 
Done With Debt has an ingenious new strategy to help erase your debt faster and easier than you thought possible. Done With Debt analyzes all the debt options you qualify for. They know how to reduce bills. They know how to cut interest rates. Their skilled staff of negotiators know how to get debt out of your life permanently, without bankruptcy, and without additional loans. Done With Debt are the experts in brilliant strategies for eliminating debt, but you need to hurry because some debt solutions are time-sensitive. Now, here's how easy they make it. Go to donewithdebt.com. That's donedebt.com. Donewithdebt.com. Go there today. Action, action, action. Stop the worrying. Take action. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.